0: Welcome back, press fans, coming to you from Altman Studios in downtown Brentwood to your ears wherever you are. This is Clocked In with the Press. I'm Melissa Van Ruten, here with press editor Kyle Szymanski. Hello. Today we have a lot of great stuff to talk about and some sports updates, but first, let's hear a quick
1: word from this episode's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at The Lucas Group, an independently owned and operated real estate company in Brentwood. The Lucas Group specializes in all aspects of real estate working with both buyers and sellers to meet their home ownership needs. Give them a call today at 925-392-8926.
0: Thanks so much, and jumping right in, Oakley, Pittsburgh, and Antioch Ace Hardware Stores are offering programs to supply tools and raise awareness for fentanyl and overdose prevention on Friday, August 26th. The free Narcan and overdose training will take place at 10 a.m. at Oakley Ace on 31 Main Street in Oakley, at 1 p.m. at the Antioch Ace Hardware on 501 Sunset Drive in Antioch, and at 3 p.m. at the Pittsburgh Ace, which is at 125 East Leland Road in Pittsburgh. A candlelight vigil for those who have lost relatives to drug overdoses will also be on Saturday, August 27th, from 5.30 to 8 p.m. at Chichibu Park, 3136 Acorn Road in Antioch. For more information, you can visit the Contra Costa County Meds Coalition website. The three ACE locations will be offering free Narcan, a medication that reverses overdoses from opioids, including fentanyl, and provide education around overdose awareness and the current national epidemic of fentanyl poisonings. The
2: ACE stores are owned by Michelle and Jeff Leopold and their partner, Troy Welch. Michelle Leopold said losing her 18-year-old son Trevor in 2019 to an illicit Dirty 30 overdose raised her awareness about the issue.
0: Leopold and the ACE stores are collaborating with the Contra Costa County Meds Coalition and the Bay Area Addiction Resource and Treatment to offer free Narcan and Narcan training to ACE customers and residents. The Narcan is funded by the Department of Healthcare Services and comes packaged with non-latex gloves and rescue breathing guard. CCCMC will also host a candlelight vigil in Antioch for residents who have lost a loved one to an overdose. The event will include recovery and social service resources, overdose rescue training, and free Narcan. April Rovero, founder of CCMC, said the stigma attached to mourning someone who died of an overdose inspired her to create a safe space for those left behind to gather. Next up, staff and students across Liberty Union High School District are using new classrooms and other buildings courtesy of Measure U Funds. Measure U was a $122 million bond passed by East County voters in 2016 that has paid for a variety of projects in the district, including a new aquatic center, new classrooms, stadium upgrades, new administration offices, a new cafeteria and preparatory kitchen at Liberty High School, a construction technologies workshop and a new performing arts theater with classrooms, theater storage, and choral space at Freedom High School, and new classrooms and a culinary center at Heritage High School. LUHSD Superintendent Eric Volta said, The Measure U funds are being used all over the district. We wanted to spend the dollars where they would be utilized, and I think we did a good job of that.
2: Work is complete or nearing completion on almost all projects, with the exception of a new classroom building at Liberty. To make room B, C, and D wings will all be leveled. Volta said he hopes the work on the project will begin during fall break in October. With the new administration building complete and in use, the old administration building is being converted to a student store, student accounts, leadership room, and career center. This will place these services more centrally on campus and near the visitor parking lot. The new administration building will also serve as a welcoming facade with the school colors and, of course, the iconic lions sitting
0: out front. Heritage's new culinary center fills a need the campus had for a more hands-on elective, providing training in the culinary arts, catering, and hospitality. There is a classroom attached to a kitchen set up for teaching with a camera and screens for teachers to demonstrate stacks of pots, pans, and other tools students need to learn. Heritage also has a new building with 12 classrooms designed by the same architect that originally designed the school in 2003. The classrooms were opened just days before school started on August 1st and blend seamlessly with the older buildings on campus.
2: Freedom's new construction technologies workshop is open and overseen by veteran teacher Raymond Haywood. The center includes a classroom and workshop complete with a range of tools and an outdoor work area. Their new performing arts theater has 290 seats, not including wheelchair access, dressing rooms, storage, an orchestra pit, a green room, and classrooms. The theater opened last year in time for students to put on a holiday performance.
0: How exciting. I love... I was one of the first classes to go all the way through our brand new high school where I grew up, and so that was really fun. It's so nice to have, you know, that new... Fresh classroom smell.
2: <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I think it really invigorates the students. I was there when it, when it opened, and the students were just so happy. There was a, a vivacious feel among the entire room, and students really
0: benefit from that, I think. Yay, awesome. And I'm super excited to see how Liberty Work looks when, when that is all done as well. Moving on, East County residents may soon have a long-awaited new emergency evacuation route. A new road that will also function as an emergency evacuation route for residents of Bethel Island and Summer Lake is planned to replace a current evacuation route that traverses through private property. Construction is expected to begin before the end of the year. Oakley City Manager Josh McMurray said, The project is one of the city's top priorities. We are working on getting these infrastructure improvements constructed as soon as possible. The safety of our community, especially out in the Far East Cyprus area, are at the forefront of our minds and we are working every day to ensure this issue is addressed. The lack of a sufficient evacuation route up to current road standards has been a problem for many years, likely worsened by more homes and development in the area in recent years. An evacuation route exists that funnels people out of the East Cyprus area through Holland Tract Road onto Delta Road by way of a land dam. However, a quarter mile of the route exists on private property, and there is concern that the current emergency route and signs directing residents to this route are insufficient, particularly in a potential emergency.
2: Knight resident Kristen Crisfield, who owns the property on which the current evacuation route sits, stresses the importance of the need for a newer, safer evacuation route. Residents of Bethel Island and Summer Lake have had only one way in it and one way out during an emergency She added that Oakley has been great at communicating and has helped pave the road along with sheriff deputies and workers wearing vests and aiding with evacuations. However, concerns still exist since the current evacuation route exists over a land dam. It is unclear how much stress that dam can take in a catastrophe necessitating an evacuation.
0: According to Felicia Escobar, assistant to the Oakley City Manager, the solution is the development and build-out of the East Cypress Specific Plan, which includes improvements to East Cypress Road and Bethel Island Road and the eventual construction of a road from Bethel Island south to Delta Road. Developers and the City Council have committed tens of millions of dollars to make these improvements happen. In the meantime, a map directing people through the evacuation route has been developed and work is being done on a comprehensive evacuation plan to disseminate to all partner agencies.
2: More detailed information regarding the current evacuation route can be found at www.ci.oakley.ca.us
0: slash evacuation. I think this is going to be great for the residents out there. I have some friends that live out there, and I know it, it gets really scary for them. If, what was it, 2019 or 2020? There was a big, big fire, multiple spot fires, and they had to evacuate. And it, it's just a mess when, when they can't get through there, if there's anything that closes cypress road right now a car accident they they have to open this gate and go this other way and and it can cause a lot of problems so it's good to see that it's it's being planned and worked on and we should see a whole new cypress area in the next couple of years so now we'll take a quick sponsor break but when we come back we'll have all the latest sports updates along with breaking news
1: and more on the alexis gabe case stay tuned Today's sponsor, The Lucas Group, has been in business since 2005 and is now offering clients the most cutting-edge solutions in property technology through HomeLight's suite of products and services. Simple sales, trade-ins, and cash offers. For simple sales, The Lucas Group makes selling your home easy. Sell when you're ready without the hassle of paying for repairs, prepping for listing, or dealing with showings. Receive a competitive, no-obligation cash offer, typically within 48 hours. Close in as little as 10 days. If you would like to avoid the stress, risk, and hassle of buying and selling at the same time, the Lucas Group can help with a trade-in, a calmer, more certain alternative to real estate. They will buy your current home, giving you the freedom to buy your new home. And if your current home sells for more than the price of your new home, the Lucas Group pays you the difference, minus the selling costs. If you want to triple your winning potential, the Lucas Group has a cash offer program. The Lucas Group will help you make the strongest offer possible with a 21-day close for free. That means no program or lender fees. Call the Lucas Group's award winning agents today at 925 392 8926. Thanks so much to our wonderful sponsor. And
0: now I'm going to pass it over to Kyle for some sports.
2: Our first sport we'll talk about this week will be cornhole. During the first week of August, Liberty senior Spencer Fabianar was in Rock Hill, South Carolina, competing in the American Cornhole League World Championship. The trip provided him with positive memories and learning experiences. He competed in both singles and doubles. In singles, he went three and two. In doubles, he went two and two. He also participated in the team doubles, which features three different pairs of teams competing in matchups. The group that wins two or more advances. In that event, he and various partners took third place. Him playing on a big stage is notable not just because of the quality of the opponents, but also because of his relative experience or lack thereof. He's still relatively new to the sport. He said previously that he was addicted to bowling, but during the COVID-19 pandemic, the bowling alley shut down. Shortly thereafter, though, the Brentwood Bombers, a cornhole group here in town, began having events in the bowling alley's parking lot. That is when he started playing. While the American Cornhole League season just ended, he has two big events on the horizon, the biggest being the Spencer McKenzie Throwdown, one of the biggest tournaments in the world in Ventura in about two weeks.
0: Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Cornhole was not something that I was familiar with until I moved to California. We just called it beanbag toss. So I like to joke. I know nothing about cornhole, but plenty about beanbag toss.
2: And I think it's really amazing. Because think about this for a second. He had no plans to start playing cornhole. But if it wasn't for the pandemic, who
0: knows where he'd end up? Bowling. I love bowling, too, though. So, (laughs) Congratulations to Spencer and good luck in your upcoming tournaments.
2: The Aqua Knights, here in the pool, finished 4th in their division at the county championship swim meet. They won the East County Swim League and sent 9 swimmers to the county meet. Once there, the Aqua Knights finished 4th in their division. A host of swimmers really stood out, Melissa. That included Paige, who swam in 5 individual events in the 11- and 12-year-old division. She qualified for county in 4 of those events and finished 2nd in the backstroke. Daniel, meanwhile, swam in the 15-year-old boys division and qualified for county in every event. Hudson qualified for County in the final league meet of the season and placed in the top 20 in the 9- and 10-year-old boys group. The Aqua Knights also sent five relay teams to County. The quartet of Kaysen, Ezra, James, and Johnny made up two of those teams, the freestyle and medley relays in the boys' 6- and under group. Great job. Do you have the need for speed, Melissa? Always. Kellen Chadwick of Oakley won the 25-lap International Motor Contest Association modified main event on August 6th at the Antioch Speedway, his third win of the season. Harry DiCarlo Sr. set the early pace, but rookie Kenneth Robles made an inside pass in turn two on the fourth lap to take over. Chadwick quickly moved into second and made a turn two pass on the seventh circuit to take the lead. Rookie Trevor Clemens settled into second as a three-car battle developed between Bobby Motts Jr., Eric Hamilton, and Nick DiCarlo for third. Motts had a flat tire that brought out a lap 15 yellow flag. Hamilton held third place until surrendering his position to Nick DiCarlo on lap 23. However, Chadwick stretched his advantage to about half a straightaway over Clemens in the victory. Nick DiCarlo ended up in third ahead of Hamilton and Terry DiCarlo Jr. Staying on the winning track, the 2006 West Coast Crossfire soccer team, recently won the Surf Invitational Tournament in Lathrop. They defeated Elk Grove 2-0 with goals by Peyton Hoover and Addison Sanchez. The team lost to Pajero Valley 2-1, but bounced back to beat Santa Rosa 4-0. The next day, the team avenged this loss to Pajero Valley by beating the team 2-0, this one for the championship. The Crossfire look forward to starting their season in the next couple of weeks playing against other top-level teams in the nation in the Girls' Academy League.
0: That's pretty amazing. I know that women's soccer just in general is gaining more and more momentum. So it's great to see it starting at a younger level.
2: And soccer is really popular here in East County and beyond, Melissa. Not only is there the East County Revolution, who we had on this podcast just a few weeks ago, but we also have the West Coast Soccer Club, and they are based primarily in Tracy, but a lot of kids from Brentwood also head out there to play. So Soccer is popular, Melissa, that's for sure.
0: I enjoy soccer. I, I actually used to play. It's a sport that I, I do know a thing or two about. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and it's it's great for getting kids out there and and getting them active. And then, you know, there's, there's a ton of professional leagues that if they like it enough, they can work hard. And heaven knows we have some really great athletes out here. And that's it for sports, Melissa. But let's get back to the news. Let's do it. The Brentwood Union School District will host a parent seminar on social media safety at Adams Middle School on August 18th. Presented by Kim Carr of hashtag ICanHelp, the public seminar will offer tools for parents to monitor online safety for their kids, how being on the internet affects students, and ways parents can support their children's presence on social media. Adams Principal Lauren Griggs said students need to know how to combat online bullying with a positive online presence. She said many students still feel the scars left by isolation during distance learning and some need help reconnecting on campus. Griggs said the school regularly receives phone calls from families saying students were being harassed or bullied online by others they considered friends. Grigg said she has found that 37% of district students said they felt they'd been bullied online, and of that group, 30% said it had happened more than once. Only 1 in 10 students said they would tell a trusted adult when this happens. The rest said they don't know what to do. Nationally, about 20% of students aged 12 to 18 said they have experienced bullying according to StopBullying.gov.
2: Hashtag I Can Help was founded in 2013 by former teachers Kim Carr of Excelsior Middle School in Byron and Matt Soth of Kimball High School in Tracy. It worked with students to help them fight negativity, bullying, harassment, and other problems they face on social media. CAR has offered presentations nationwide to students, staff, and parents in an effort to make the Internet a safer place. And just a reminder, the seminar will take place on Thursday, August 18th at 5.30 p.m. at Adams Middle School. That's 401 American Avenue in Brentwood, right next to Heritage High School. And for more information, you can call 925-513-6450. And more information on the organization can be found at www.icanhelp.net.
0: We almost had it easy growing up. You know, I, the internet wasn't really a thing until I was probably in, in middle school or, you know, it was a thing, but I didn't really have access to it until I was more in middle school and high school. And, and so we didn't, didn't have the online bullying, you know, social media definitely wasn't a thing at the time. And, and I feel it, it just, it all boils down to being aware of what your kids are doing online, you know, and. And it is possible to do that while still affording your child a sense of privacy as well. You know, they might have conversations with friends that they don't want you to be privy to. And 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 that's one thing. But as far as the bullying goes, just be aware, you know, make sure that you're a safe space for your kids to come and talk to. That definitely helps a lot. You know, my oldest turns 18 on Monday, which is crazy. and And they've been you know they've had a phone for a while now i've only just recently started to let them explore more social media because bullying is a problem and and i really value my kids mental health you know and then and then my younger two my middle just headed into middle school and so we got a phone for them but there's you know no social media i'm a mean mom i but i i don't like what i see you know even as an adult online so it's important this is such an important topic and and hopefully the seminar has a good turnout. A two-vehicle crash injured one and shut down Sellers Avenue in Oakley for a little over an hour on August 6th. At 9.45 p.m., one vehicle was leaving a gathering when another vehicle traveling southbound on Sellers Avenue struck the first vehicle, authorities said. One driver sustained minor injuries and was transported by ground to an area hospital. The accident is under investigation by the Oakley Police Department. Also in breaking news, a fire damaged a single-family, two-story home on the 2400 block of Delmar Court in Discovery Bay, Tuesday, August 9th, and left the residents, three adults and two children, displaced. They were not at home when the fire broke out. The family's pets were evacuated safely by neighbors, and no one was injured, fire officials said. The fire was reported at about 11 a.m. Despite neighbors attempting to douse the flames with their hoses, it quickly consumed the garage along with a truck parked in the driveway before spreading to the second story of the home, according to the Contra Costa Fire Protection District. Fire crews from Discovery Bay, Antioch, Brentwood, Oakley, and Bethel Island all responded to the call. The blaze was brought under control in about 45 minutes, fire officials said. The cause of the fire, which started in the garage, is still being investigated. One person is dead and three wounded following a shooting outside the 24-hour fitness on the 5900 block of Lone Tree Way in Brentwood, Thursday, August 11th. The shooting, which occurred around 2 a.m. that morning, was allegedly the result of an argument between several individuals that began inside the gym before escalating in the parking lot. Brentwood police have a suspect in custody— and have stated that there is no threat to the general public. The condition of the three wounded individuals is unknown at this time. However, they were able to transport themselves to the hospital on their own power. Brentwood police are continuing to investigate the incident. More information on the Alexis Gabe case... The parents of Alexis Gabe, the Oakley woman whose January disappearance was later ruled foul play, have created a petition asking the Contra Costa County District Attorney's Office to file charges against the mother of her suspected killer as part of the continued effort to locate Gabe's body. Gabe was reported missing in late January after visiting her ex-boyfriend, Marshall Jones, at his Antioch home. A timeline of events put together by Antioch police and shared on social media by Gabe's father, Gwyn, on August 2nd, showed that Jones was contacted by police in the early stages of their investigation and remained their primary suspect. Jones was killed in a confrontation with police in Kent, Washington, near Seattle on June 1st. On May 19th, police arrested Jones's mother, Alicia Coleman Clark, for allegedly aiding and abetting, according to the timeline written by Detective John Cox of the Antioch Police. The document says that the district attorney declined to file charges.
2: On August 5th, created an online petition in response to the decision to not file charges. The petition is titled quote, DA Diana Becton filed charges against Alicia Coleman Clark. The petition states that the person who helped or assisted Marshall Jones and tried to cover up what he had done was his mother, Alicia Coleman Clark. She also knows where Marshall hid the body of Alexis Gabe, but she is not cooperating. The petition said, we asked that Contra Costa County district attorney, Diana Becton, filed charges against her, and put her in jail. She's an accessory to her son's crime. As of Wednesday, the petition had received over 9,500 of the 10,000 requested signatures. However, the district attorney's office said the reason charges were not filed is a lack of evidence.
1: Ted
0: Azragadu, public information officer to the district attorney, stated in an email... To date, no evidence has surfaced to establish that Alicia Coleman Clark knew Marshall Curtis Jones killed Alexis Gabe or that Ms. Clark assisted Jones after the fact. In May, Ms. Clark was brought into custody on a Raimi warrant. The warrant allowed police detectives to conduct a formal interview with the hope of obtaining a statement of value. Detectives were not able to get an admission by Ms. Clark during the interview. Therefore, without an admission, no case could be filed. Azragadu declined to comment on the petition itself. I just hope the family gets the answers that they deserve and and can find some closure. But we'll, we'll keep going with updates. So that's all we have for you today as far as news and sports. If you are interested in any weekend events... Check out our calendar at www.thepress.net slash calendar or pick up a copy of this week's paper. What do you have going on this weekend, Kyle? I have a whole lot of nothing, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> it sounds nice and relaxing. What about you? I don't know. You'll have my radio this weekend because we will be celebrating my oldest 18th birthday. So I'd love to just give a, a quick special shout out to Robin who is my my firstborn, my oldest. They are an amazing human being. They have a wonderful heart and I am so proud of them. 18 seems like such a milestone. I know it makes them a little nervous. It makes me a little nervous. It's hard to believe that I'm adult enough to have an adult my own self, but just wishing them a very happy day on Monday and nothing but the best in their future. I know that they're going to achieve great, great things. And we'll be celebrating them in Yosemite, which is their favorite place, my favorite place. It's just going to be a wonderful weekend. So that is it for today's episode of Clocked In with the Press. We appreciate you taking the time to listen in, and we look forward to speaking with you in future episodes. If you would like to read more news stories of East Contra Costa County, you can do so through our website at www.thepress.net or through our Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at thepress_net. underscore net. Be sure to tune in again next week for all your local news and sports highlights. And on Tuesdays with our interview episode, please contact us with your thoughts on this episode or any other before it by emailing podcasts at brentwoodpress.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fun and wonderful weekend, and we will speak with you all next time. This is Melissa. And Kyle. Clocking out.
1: When it comes to the home of your dreams, a trusted realtor can help with every step of your home buying journey. The Lucas Group is committed to excellence and personal service in all their sales. Their award-winning team is dedicated to putting their clients' needs first and consists of some of the top local agents. The Lucas Group has partnered with HomeLight, Inc. and is now an elite certified agent partner for simple sales, trade-ins, and cash offers. Call the Lucas Group at 925-392-8926.